doing this so I don't forget what happened today, right? So a lovely lady and, and a chap come in to the shop and you're talking about the post that went viral <laughs> and your craft. And as we, I'm sharing with her some of the ideas that we've been discussing around creating content that gets people to move beyond the appreciation of the craft and the white noise and all that kind of stuff that we think we suspect made your post go viral. We don't know. Ish. Viral-ish. Yeah. Right? Um, that, that needs to, like, if we really want to be able to get people to purchase the books, the way to engage is by actually getting people to connect with the story. And how do you do okay. that? Right? And we've talked about this. We've talked about pivoting into or not pivoting but in addition to the recording about how the, the book is restored right mm-hmm. and the legacy of binding all of that into helping people connect the, the stories the storyline right mm-hmm. what does this what does this folio come from what's its origin story why is it so valuable why is this information that you would want to have how would you then use your you know, intelligence to potentially start creating your own rare book collection right. at any budget. Yeah. Because not everyone's going to be able to afford the $10,000 pieces or the $5,000. Mm-hmm. Most people that come to the shop are, are young artists, creators themselves. They live in this TikTok gig economy Z world. Not all of them will have loads of money to spend and not all okay. of them are making money as influencers, certainly not in Canada. But you can start with a budget of $100, $200, $300, whatever it is. Yes. Change the way you ask for a gift for your birthday or for Christmas from I just, you know, want you to get me a new bike or whatever to can I have a budget mm-hmm. so that I can go sit down, book an appointment, and start building my own rare editions or rare books collection. Mm-hmm. And that requires you to know, well, what am I... What do I need to understand? What am I seeking to learn? What am I passionate about? What about the interests? And that's not, not something that comes overnight. So a lot of that comes through inspiration. You start in one place, you end up in another. So that process of curation, of cultivating your own mind through what you consume. Right. What you consume for what though? You cons- what you consume for your mind, right? And that can, it can be from understanding the origin of the book, how to sort it, but it can also just be about what, what the book is about. And a lot of that content gets lost when it gets transformed into bite-sized pieces. Yeah. Having the book, the physical copy, knowing where it came from, what context it was written in, the history, all of that stuff is yeah. so important. And you then discover your own blind spots and what you don't know about, and then you follow a thread, and that can lead to you know, a lifelong collection. Agreed. That's really valuable. That's something that's been lost. But I think would appeal to a lot of people. I have that hunch, and she confirmed that. She yes. said, "I think it would." She, you know. And she came up with some good suggestions based on that. Yeah. Well, she said, "You know, that book that you were showing is a, a sim- you know, tag Bridgerton and that because it, it's very reminiscent of the Lady Bridgerton who wrote the gossip column and story, right? Which basically is the thing that goes viral around town." Yeah. So connecting the old and the, and the present comes through cultivating your mind. That's the whole idea of 
you know, raise your energy, exponentially begin to enhance your own foresight by cultivating your mind and curating your own collections. True. That's not hard to understand, is it? It's not. Arlo! Can you call the dog, please? Oh, there he is. What am I missing? This is what I remember, Richard. What am I missing? No, I think you... She also said I have fantastic ideas. She did. And she had fantastic kind of build upon ideas, uh-huh. which made the whole thing come together. Oh, she also said call to action. If people mm. are enjoying the content, make sure that there's a call, call to, to action. action. Because right. all these people engaging, they're not taking an action. No, which is what I've just done on this. I'm trying to boost this post because she said so. Well, if it's getting and, a lot and, of engagement. And, and one of the things you can pick out is having a message us thing. So I put that on now because it actually gives a prompt message. Yes, very good. So that's the call to action. Well, if people are enjoying the content, that's what they enjoy. They don't yeah. seem to be enjoying my content. But Learning. Is that it? I think Is so. It? I think that covers it all. But just for reference, her, her partner wants to collect more books on RCMP, military, history. That's very good. Like that, so. That's a very fascinating, yeah. very, very fascinating stuff, right? Yeah. Think about the purpose of the RCMP. In a, could you succinctly define what the purpose of the RCMP is, Richard, in your opinion? What is it? The purpose. What's the reason of existence for the RCMP? Protect and serve. The Canadian people? Yes. Mm-hmm. But are they protecting and serving the Canadian people? Like who do Not they work always. for? The government. Mm-hmm. But I think they do a better job of protecting and serving than, than the, the government. Than the government. <laughs> I do too, and, I really and, do. And also better than the um, independent police forces like yeah. If I could go back in time and choose my career again, I probably would pursue something along those lines. I think to protect and serve is a very noble thing to do. And I agree they do it better. You know why I think they do it better? Why do you think they do it better? They've been around longer, they're structured. They're, they're, they're responsible. It's culture. Yeah. It's the culture of the organization, I think. I don't know. I don't work for them, but I bet you they have a very rigorous process for due diligence around who they select to join the ranks and then how these people are educated, trained, make sure that they're healthy and sane and all those things, not making snap judgment about people based on their color, place of origin, stuff like that. Just are you, are, are you respecting the law? <laughs> are you a menace you know there should be a, another branch to that like if you're the opposite of a menace <laughs> how do you how, how do you you know that's the net positive side of RCMP nobody's ever thought of that until now it's like they're super fighters 
I guess that gets into things like CIA and MI6. And what's that yeah. division for Canada? CSIS? Oh, they're just down the corner from us. Yeah. They should have a really good library. considered white noise? What? It's really cute. Give me your toy so I can throw it. Hello. He's surprisingly strong for such a small dog. And a motor biker. Yeah. I'm going to get things for riding on a motorcycle, Richard. Can I get one? things because you know it's not very sustainable what things are you gonna get hmm? what things dinged oh dinged yeah you don't know the word dinged yeah what do you mean you're gonna get dinged well you know like if somebody oh, were gosh. yeah like that's not a sustainable thing to do and i'm like you want to know what else i do that's not sustainable <laughs> Why? we're not doing anything illegal so you're not gonna get dinged no, I mean from a woke perspective. Oh. 